0: Instead of pulling me up So tell me what I'm supposed to do Just to be alright Girl, you got me thinking I was messed up, messed up What's good? What's going on? James Hicks here from Hicks New Media, and welcome to the inaugural edition of H&M Live. We're still focused on the same tenets. We're talking about enlightening, educating, and entertaining uh, our, our community. However, the, the brand recognition has grown a little bit over the years, so it was time for a re- reboot. And I can think of no better way to start this, this fresh reboot than with my guest today. This is someone who I've been wanting to get on the show for a long time. Right? We, we, we talk about the folks that, that, that motivate us. We talk about the folks that, that we find as, as, as mentors, as ones that inspire us, definitely Melanie is for me. So she's she's a passionate, enthusiastic, enthusiastic digital entrepreneur. Uh, she's focusing right now on developing and executing on sales and marketing strategies for individuals, small, medium-sized organizations. Currently, she's working with a, a number of individuals, teams, and companies to help them elevate on the execution of their video content creation by using the tools they already have and reminding people that... Being scrappy doesn't have to be crappy. I love that statement. I love that saying. One day we're going to get that on a t shirt. I'm going to talk to her about that too. Uh, she's a keynote speaker, podcast host, community leader. Hopefully, we got some DIY with, with Melanie folks coming and joining us today. She's an avid golfer. And I'm not going to lie, she could probably catch more fish than me but with her eyes closed. Uh, right? Uh, so let me you know without further ado, folks. Melanie Diane, how, what's up, huh? How about that? Is that right?
1: i love it i love it I, I, i'm
0: just telling the truth right I, I'm, I'm pretty good out there with the, with the with the blood worms and with the night crawlers you <laughs> probably got to uh, you probably got some tricks up your sleeves that i, I don't hey, even know
1: about hey i'm an accidental angler man i <laughs> know one day i have i have some odd beginner's luck with some outdoor uh sports activities <laughs> fishing being one of them uh like third time i ever went fishing like as an adult went fishing as a kid of course but as an adult Caught like a five pound bass. That's crazy. <laughs> like lifetime size bass, and then uh you yeah, know, you know kind first, of similar first time similar out right? story the... with deer running <laughs>
0: First time out, and you got something that you can a trophy that you can mount up there, and everyone else, I... you know, my my dad's here, and he's still you know catching perch and and, and little little guys. That say, okay, <laughs> hey, it's, it's like that. It's like that. Hey,
1: it's fun. You're outside enjoying nature. It's peace and quiet. It's just beautiful. It's it's fun. It's it's a I don't know. It's I don't do well with like you know, sitting still and quiet time and things like that. But when it comes to fishing, you know, a lot of people are like, I can't believe you have the patience for fishing. And I'm like, (laughs) it's like, active relaxation for me it's like I'm chilling yeah. I'm taking a break but I'm also doing something so I guess yeah. it kind of is it's I think that might be why I like it so much I don't know
0: I love it I love it I, I made the the little hint at clothing I'm gonna talk about it you know it, it, it might be inappropriate but you know what Melanie's wearing my clothes right now ladies and gentlemen shout out <laughs> I'm
1: wearing James's clothes <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: I'm just gonna leave that out there I'll probably I'll not use that as the micro content for Instagram but yeah <laughs> NBA is rocking the i create they appreciate you on that oh, huh? so funny i love it i tell you I what, love it there's a lot I love of folks, this shirt uh, look i got i got a new shipment in today too i was oh. going, i was gonna rock it but i said no i'm I'm gonna wear the old school swag because uh i love I, it i want to i want to break everything in first but uh, this
1: shirt is so soft like wait i on, love you it it's yours where's yours it's coming it's coming i know it's on my <sighs> list i like woke up last night at, like three o'clock in the morning i was like literally woke up and I was like, I didn't do this, but it was one of those moments where you want to just go, you like want to rise out of bed, like, Ugh! and it was just merch, get your dang merch get done. It. You know, I
0: need, I need a lava lamp. I need a lava lamp. That's all right.
1: I mean, it's, you know,
0: it's right something. there. It's back it's gonna there. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Tell you what, for the folks who don't know you, uh, shame on them, but <laughs> irregardless. And, but for the folks who think they know about you, won't you give the, the elevator pitch, the, the quick, uh, who is MDH?
1: Oh my gosh. Don't you love answering this question? Um, so here's the deal. I, I'm i a creator, right? Like I'm just, I'm a content creator. I'm really passionate about helping people put themselves out there uh, so that they can make better connections and get closer to reaching their goals, whatever those goals might be. And I'm definitely a person who believes that we all have gifts to share with the world. And one of the things I love we all have a love hate relationship with social media, but one of the things if you use properly and use effectively and quite frankly intelligently you can really expand your reach and meet people and whether it be networking and also people that you can help and I think that I love how social media brings us together with other people if used effectively and so i'm very passionate about helping people utilize tools like social media to put themselves out there so they can network with the right people to get those opportunities that they want to get, but also to share their message. And my favorite way to do that is to help people use live video in order to get out there. So, you know, I always like to say, like James and I, like we have never met in person. We met online through Virtual networking of being in comments of similar live streams, following the same people. And just because we were putting ourselves out there and then showing up and commenting, next thing you know, we're like fast friends. And here we are. So, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm all about getting people to let go of, you know, those fears. We all have those fears. And just I like to help people and coach people and hopefully inspire them and motivate them through storytelling and other things to help them. I guess I like to say future pace themselves. Hey, if I can just get through this and do these things and keep putting myself out there and keep trying and don't give up and it will happen. You know, it happens. It doesn't happen as fast as we always want to, but you know.
0: Now, see that right there is the great premise and and kind of segue to what I wanted to to dive in today. You've got a podcast and Mm -hmm. thank you for firing a podcast back up because there there was a little gap there. Oh yeah. But but, um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> your Your last episode on on your podcast episode forty seven you you talk about not pivoting and kind of the the difference between that and versus realigning yourself and ensuring that you do things in life that matter to you right talk you talk about Sometimes you just you got to break away from the, 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 the rat race or the mundaneness and actually have fun. Break break down a little bit about what that episode is, because that has struck me so much. Literally every night for the past week that I go to the gym, I'm not I don't have my playlist on. I'm, I'm listening to MDH and I'm listening. To- <laughs> <laughs> so, so so talk a little bit about that and, and what you what you've have coined kind of the judgment factor.
1: Oh, yeah. So this is we'll start with the we'll start with the whole. Realignment stuff, and then we can we'll talk about the judgment factor because it absolutely uh, plays a part in that. And so, what I the reason I wanted to share this episode with you know my audience was because over the last year and a half, to be honest with you, more than that, to be honest with you, I mean, I've been I became self employed in 2014. That is when I decided to leave corporate America. Um, I had a very successful background in corporate, you know, doing lots of really fun, great things, but I had this draw inside of me. And I remember this, I'm going to go back a little bit here. I remember as a young girl, one of my teachers, my first grade teacher actually was, you know, I was kind of bossy as a kid, but that's not going to shock anyone. (laughs) I was kind of bossy. I was worried about, you know, everybody else. And I was like, you know, wanting, I don't know. I wanted structured. I, I don't know what it was, but I remember my first grade teacher telling my mom during parent teacher conferences, which every morning parent teacher conferences, like when I was a kid, you got out of school early mm-hmm. so that the parents and the teachers could have their meetings. And all the kids loved it. Cause they got out of school early. And I was like, always sweating bullets on those days. I was like, I'm going to be grounded. Tonight. I'm in
0: trouble. Yeah. I'm going to be in <laughs> trouble tonight.
1: So, but uh, my first grade teacher was telling you know, my parents like, Hey, she's kind of bossy. She talks a lot. She doesn't listen very well. She's once she has her own agenda, right. In class. And But she said, she said, you have to be really careful with this girl because she's not really doing anything wrong. She's just like not – it's just not aligning right. And Mm. But she said she'll probably run a company one day. And I I remember as when I was little, I was like – I took offense to it because I was like, oh, bossy. Like there was this negative kind of thing with it all. And I never forgot it. Her name was Mrs. Jefferson. She's my first grade teacher at Northfield Elementary. And um, I always, it always stuck with me. And I, But I never saw myself, even as I was in my 20s and whatnot, never saw myself as owning a business. I didn't really want that responsibility. I didn't really want... That I just didn't want all that. I enjoyed working for other people, and one of the reasons why I enjoyed working for other people is I always like to look up to people. I always wanted to work work towards a goal of impressing a boss or getting the okay. next step up in corporate. And so I always had this resistance to starting a business, but I also, as I got more involved in corporate, and I I, I also had ideas, and I wanted to be able to be in control of my ideas. And when you work for a company. There's approval processes and red tape and budgets tape, yes. and blah, blah, blah. Right. No. And I did get to that point where I was starting to feel stifled. Like I was like, I've not that like, I felt like I meant to do something different, but I don't know what that is. And so I started sort of like just listening to my heart and this was probably around 2012, 2013. And you know, what ended up happening was, is social media started booming and all these corporate companies, including the company I was working for at the time, was starting to embrace content marketing, inbound marketing, social media, blogging, creating content, you know, creating free content. And I was like, man, the small businesses need to be doing this too. And I just became very passionate about it. And I really just didn't see anyone serving the small business sector when it came to this. And so I decided to start my own business. And I just sort of like went for it. Like it was really strange. I just kind of had this like go for it. And I had a really good friend uh, who is still one of my best friends. She owns a company. I still would help her. She was like, go start your business. I'll be your first client. I need help, blah, blah, blah. Nice. And I jumped and I had no freaking clue what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But you know, I started that business thinking I was going to be this agency. I was going to grow this agency and help all these small businesses with creating content and all this stuff. But what quickly started happening was I was like, yeah, I like, I'm never going to make any money because these people don't have any money to pay for this stuff. (laughs) So I started teaching people to do it themselves because I was still really passionate about them doing it. And that's what I really found. Like, I love helping others learn how to do things like DIY style. So that's when I started sort of you know changing my direction I started thinking about i started hosting workshops where i would have all these local businesses sign up for the workshop and i would teach them how to use canva and other tools to create their own social media because they can't afford to hire somebody else to do it and that was in like 2015 2016 and but then the next thing everybody starts to become a little bit better at this i felt yeah. a little less needed because it was just becoming more common uh, the tools became easier to use more tools were hitting the market yeah. and so i felt a little less relevant And I also wanted to create these courses, these online thing, but for whatever reason, I just got all this fear, all this like imposter syndrome. And for honestly, 2000, probably most of 2018 and a lot of 2019, I I did a lot of what I call failed starting, (laughs) like a a lot of false starts, right? Like I'm going to do this, I'm going to launch, I'm going to do this. And then I'd get right to the point and then I wouldn't do it. And I kept feeling this resistance again. Like, why am I not able to just go for it? Because I do know one thing about myself. If I'm passionate about it and I'm excited about it and I'm having fun, like nothing really usually holds me back. I'm all in. So I was like, why am I not all in? What's happening? And so I really got into kind of a, like a little bit of that entrepreneurial depression, like a little bit of Mm. like, am I building the wrong business? Am I going down the wrong direction? And I didn't really know how to like, turn the car around and like figure out like what i should be doing and honestly so like literally the very beginning of last year before pandemic before pandemic this was not pandemic inspired i just was like screw it i don't know what the hell i'm gonna do i don't know if i'm gonna go back and work for another company i was totally open to that but i was also like terrified of that as well i was just like i'm just gonna start having some fun i'm just gonna do what's fun and honestly creating live videos i loved creating live videos because you're talking with people and there's this live component and it's two-way conversation. It's not just one way. And if I, I know one thing I need is I need people and I need to connect with people. And so I just started leaning into it. And then like the next thing, you know, I was like, people were asking me all these questions. how did you do this? How'd you do that? How'd you figure that out? And I absolutely loved it. And so I sort of woke up one day and I was like, I'm a live video coach. I'm helping people with live videos Done. and right. I'm going to create a program and I'm gonna have a boot camp, and we're going to do this and we're gonna do all the things. And now I'm getting ready to go into my fourth launch with that program. And so the, the episode that you're referring to, I wanted to share, I, I say in the episode, I'm like, I apologize, but I don't have like the, the five yeah. step formula yeah. to like figuring your crap out.
0: Don't but, see, nope. I, but I I love that honesty though, right? I mean, that's literally how yeah. you start. You say, "Look, I I don't know, you know, you can't write this down. You this is just straight off off yeah. the cuff, right?" But so I yeah, there,
1: there's no cookie cutter formula to figure in your this out. It's but what I wanted, but I think what it is is it's you have to be able to lean into the things that drive you, that you're passionate about. This is why we always hear the freaking thing of, "You've got to know your why," like. <laughs> You know why that's frustrating because it's really hard to figure out but you know why it's hard to figure out your why because you have to be really brutally honest with yourself and when you're brutally honest with yourself you're kind of like burning the boats and you're all in and it's a lot of times when you really dig deep and peel back the layers of what your true why is you usually discover a few things one you're not focused on your why two your why isn't deep enough and you need to go deeper and then three If you discover your why and you can actually say it out loud to yourself then it gets very difficult to not go for it and going for it means letting go of fear taking action not being afraid to try new things like all those things right and so it's one of those things where you have to if you're if you want to do it you've got to be deep but you also got to be ready that hey once you figure that out like it's all up to you you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like Mm -hmm. you are in control of taking those steps and so when I what i shared in the podcast episode was i think so many times when we get into these moments of you know like a lot of people they work in corporate america they work a nine to five they feel unfulfilled they're not really sure why maybe it's because they're not in a role that excites them in their current job right, right. maybe it's they're in the wrong industry the wrong company and it's always this thought of making changes or finding a new job or changing industries like it sounds so daunting because it's like i need that turning the car around going backwards Picking out a new car, finding a new destination, figuring out how to get there—it all sounds daunting because it's that uh, we, you know, that thought process of reinventing yourself. Right, right. And so, all I tried to do in the episode was share that I didn't feel—I don't feel like I reinvented myself last year. I just—I I say I realigned myself. I didn't make any major shifts. I, I mean, I did. I mean, technically, when you really look at the evolution of myself, you know, employment, there's quite a few shifts in it. But I just realigned myself. And what ended up happening was I just started having fun again. Like, you know, creating content was fun, started becoming fun again. The relationships I was making started becoming fun again. Here's the thing people, if you know, you're also supposed to know who your audience is. I got to be really honest with you. I'm not really sure (laughs) because I have all of a sudden there's all these new people in my world. And so I'm getting to know my audience again. Right. And here's the thing that I kind of, have decided. I don't think this process of alignment ever changes. I think we're always going Mm, to be aligning ourselves. And so for example, you know, okay, today I'm helping people. I have a live video boot camp. I help people create live videos and do more with live videos and be strategic with those live videos. I have no idea if that's what I'm going to be doing a year from now. I really don't. And so what I used to do, I always felt like I had to have everything figured out. Like I, the steps I take today, I need to know, how that's going to affect 20 steps down the path. And I'm done with that. Like last year, I basically, that's what I said. I said, screw it. Oop. I said, screw it. I just got to have fun day to day. I don't know what's going to happen next week. I'm just know that I have to be taking action now or I'm going to still be sitting here lost. And so I just started taking action. And next thing you know, uh, it's funny because my partner, he always says, action creates action. Mm-hmm. And I always say, action creates courage, but they go together, <laughs> you know? So, but it's true. Action creates action because when you take more action, next thing you know, things start happening, you know? Like, just like you and I, you and I would have never have met. We wouldn't be sitting here today. Yeah. I wouldn't be texting you saying, going into Best Buy, it's the best <laughs> way to start the morning, you know? None of that stuff. Would, I wouldn't be asking you, like, how do i why won't this work i can't figure this out you know yeah, nothing, like so, a, nothing
0: like a like mdh text you know at seven o'clock <laughs> in the morning i'm like oh you know and i'm just smiling i, I love it right
1: <laughs> that beautiful blue and yellow sign <laughs> That's
0: good Now, good let, let me ask you something though um you you, you made a statement that you, you felt and i'm gonna paraphrase limiting factors now were those you know you can't do this or it's hard to 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 make that that change that realignment was that conscious? Was, some, was somebody saying that to you out loud or was that, was that you kind of limiting your, yourself and thinking that I I can't do this or it's tough to do this because I've already started and gone halfway down a particular path. Was somebody telling you that or, or was that, was that Melanie talking to Melanie in the mirror? Uh,
1: I think just like most of us, 90% of the time, it's our own inner voice. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's our own inner voice. And you know, Pardon my language, but that thing's a real shit talker sometimes, (laughs) you know, and you got to shut it down. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that our inner voice and not to get too deep here, but I do think our inner voice has a lot to do with our entire life. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think there's a lot of things, you know, that that story that I share about, you know, my first grade teacher, you know, I never forgot that. And when I started my business, I literally started my business on tax day, 2014. That was not by coincidence, but I just always remember it was April 15th, 2014. I always remember that. And I remember thinking, God, you know, how cool would it be if I could find her and tell her like, by the way, I am the running, running a company, a company of one, but still, You know, I just, those, those stories, they go, they come with us and that's a positive story. That's an inspiring thing. Right. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, there's also a lot of negative stories in our childhood, you know, and I think, you know, there are, I think for whatever reason you can grow up in a way and you can be surrounded by people that support you, but then you can also have those failures in your life or things that don't go the way you want. And for whatever reason, we all process that information differently. And so I think that, I think sometimes when I start to go for something, even though I encourage people constantly and I'm a coach and help people let go of that inner voice and also Mm -hmm. like, hey, I really just try to inspire people to future pace what can happen, to visualize what can come about if you, you know, if you are able to actually take that action, what can happen on the other side? Visualize that. Mm -hmm. That's what you have to do sometimes in order to get like over the fear and take steps forward. And I think that, we can talk ourselves out of absolutely anything and yeah, everything.
0: I love it. Say it. That's you just so I mean? true. Right? Get out of your own way, so to speak. Yeah. Right? We and we hear that.
1: Way. Yeah. We hear that all the time. And we know it. Like, we all know it. Everybody yeah. who's sitting here, and if this, if this is resonating with, with anyone at all, <laughs> Sorry, if this is resonating with anyone at all, you've heard this stuff before. You've heard about you got to find your why because it's going to get hard and it's going to get tough. And you, in those moments, those low moments, you got to dig to your why in order to keep going forward. Like we all hear this crap. If anybody's trying to do anything with their life, they're probably listening to podcasts, watching videos like this, reading self help books, nothing. There's like five core messages in all million of these messages. And, but it, we know it, but it's still hard to do it. Mm-hmm. And so, for me i think what's been working for me is to just you know there's uh the mel robbins has that awesome book five of uh, the 5 second rule mm-hmm. and that thing that's that that is true like if you can just find 5 seconds of courage you can do just about anything and you have to i mean you have to let go get out of your own head and and i think that my latest episode is really just trying to help people understand you don't have to have it all figured out in order to start that process of Figuring it out, right? So you just need to just start taking little steps even. And if you need to find ways or what those steps need to be, find the simple things, the easy things, the things that bring you joy, the things that you enjoy, even if it has nothing to do with your business, or you have no idea if it's going to move the needle. If it's something you look forward to and you enjoy doing it, then do it right so you know i think that's that's kind of what everybody has to find or what are those things and then the next thing you know the more you start to do those things other things will rise to the surface other you know rocks will start to surface themselves and then you will know what you want and what you need to be doing. Uh, if my phone rings one more time, I'm going to have to mute myself and answer it. Cause it's probably my child.
0: Oh my goodness! You know, what? That, that that's all right. There are more important things going on. I know e- we can do he... an
1: intermission and you can like take over and like do something, you know <laughs> well,
0: what I mean? Well, you know, we got pull up in the audience here and, and he's heckling. I see that the people and I'm, I'm trying to, I, we can't, we can't get rid of him. I should probably find a mod to, to, to mute him, but I, I won't do that. <laughs> um, John. Let me, let me ask about. Being an entrepreneur, and if you hadn't taken that step, right? If you had just gone and, and and stayed in corporate America, right, and stayed down that path as successful as you were, uh, just just keep, keep riding that corporate wave. If you hadn't have made that jump and just just gone in both feet forward, how how would you have felt? I mean, I. I I talk to folks a lot, a lot of times who say they, they want to be an entrepreneur, they want to start their own business, they have great ideas, they, they have the, the ambition and the desire, but again, they're afraid of that leap. But I tell them, if you don't take that leap sometime in your life, later on, you're going to regret it. There, there's mm-hmm. just gonna be some just just nagging at you. You're you're, you're out there fishing on the dock at the bay, and you know what? You're just gonna want to jump in because you know you 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 miss an opportunity. Talk to folks. Talk to me about what you tell folks who are just starting out, probably interested in getting into entrepreneurship.
1: Yeah, I think what you're describing is that whole "what if" factor, right? Mm-hmm. Like that 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 terrible that terrible terrible thing that can happen when you are at a place and you are looking back and you're doing the, what if, what if, what if I would have done that? Yeah. and What if I would have taken that leap? And I, I think that for me, I find this is, and again, I'm kind of a competitive person and I do struggle. I, I know we're going to talk about the judgment factor here, here soon too. I do struggle with like, I compare myself to others, even though we shouldn't, none mm-hmm. of us should do that. Right. We just shouldn't do it, but we kind of all do. Yeah. Um. I do think that it is part of human nature. And I think that sometimes one of the things that happens to us is that we put a lot of guilt on ourselves because we're doing the things we know we shouldn't be doing but we need to give ourselves some grace because a lot of it is just human nature and we're all doing it right like oh, you should never compare yourself to others you should you shouldn't worry about what other people think okay find me one person who truly doesn't worry or care about what at least one person thinks right it just we're built that way we're wired that way and so Um, but when it comes to starting, like thinking about starting a business or being an entrepreneur, honestly, like it's never going to feel comfortable. Like it's never going to feel, I mean, it's going to feel, you're going to have days where you're like, I love my job. This is great. Like I'm just in my space. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You will have that. But you're, I always tell people, if you wait till you're ready, you'll never be ready. They, the same thing goes for like children having kids like you know some people like oh we want to wait for this we want to wait for this milestone this milestone this milestone before we have kids no 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 you should just start having kids because the sooner you have kids the sooner those kids grow up and you get to go on and do other things right (laughs) i've got friends having babies right now at the age of 40 and 41 and i am like Mm. you guys i love you and i'm so excited for you but what is wrong with you like you know i'm like oh my couldn't do it couldn't do it oh man but you know uh (laughs) so anyway no i i think that i would say if you're if you you need to understand why you want to do it i think a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs for a lot of the same reasons i think you a lot of people want that they want to be in control they want Mm. freedom they want to be in control of their schedule they want to be in control of decisions for me what drives me and keeps me from going to corporate America. Even I get offers here and there and I get, I see opportunities. I'm like, Ooh, that would be an awesome job. And that'd be fun. Stability benefits things. Right. But what keeps me from going there is that loss of creative freedom. Mm. Like I have to, one of the things I love is that I can wake up at six o'clock in the morning and I can have an idea over coffee and I can literally implement it that day. If I really want to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't, the, it, everything can happen so much faster, and so I think that if if that's what entices you and sounds really really fun and intriguing to you, then I would say start with something that like I like what you and I do do something that's a little bit hobbyish, mm-hmm. you know, like creating content because I do think that if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to be successful, you have to understand how to market yourself exactly. and you have to understand how to put yourself out there and create content. you know you can hire a bookkeeper you can hire somebody to make widgets. You can hire somebody to design your website. You can hire somebody to do just about anything. But what you cannot hire or outsource is you. And I do think that to be a successful entrepreneur or business owner, you have to be able to understand how to put yourself in front of your business. You've got to be able to put yourself out there, whether it be networking for opportunities to find employees or vendors or partners or investors you are putting yourself out there and you're marketing yourself or whether it be selling something services or you know uh, your retail brick and mortar even you right. think about like your favorite restaurants the reason you go back to your favorite restaurant it the food's great yes but it's the people the people are what True. keep you coming True. back and so you've got to make sure that you have a people you know aspect in in your business and so i think that one of the mistakes i see people make is they think they're going to go start a business or be an entrepreneur but then they don't realize what all it goes into that marketing piece of putting yourself into it. Of how much and hard, I think that if it is, you, yeah. yeah. So I think start with something fun and get yourself kind of like, get your, your toes in the water about putting yourself out there. You could, you know, I, there are people I know that have live video shows and they have a, a nine to five job, but then, I mean, heck you, James, you all do right. a lot of this stuff and you have a, a real job, I never if you sleep. will.
0: I never sleep. So I,
1: I <laughs> don't know how you do, because I'm always like, well, how does yeah. do all that, but caffeine do something makes fun. a little,
0: little bit of scotch right now. Well, no, there no, there's no yeah. scotch. We'll, I'm gonna say. we'll, we'll talk Find, about that in the trivia portion you know, of
1: Oh, part. you have a trivia. Yes. Find something fun and just start creating content. That's what I say to people. Put yourself yeah. out there. Like. You just got to, I don't know. I think that that's truly one of the things that differentiates a, a fast moving entrepreneur from a more slow go, you know, um, entrepreneur, which both are fine, but yeah, yeah. that was a weird answer to your question. But
0: but. but it it was a, it was an MDH answer. It's all good. I mean, that Uh, was a long
1: one. I don't know. (laughs) You but, didn't prepare me with the questions ahead I, no, of time. No, I did.
0: I, I told you I got a couple more curves that I'm gonna throw at you. You know. Oh, I'm uh, ready. We're, I'm we're ready. not. We're not just talking lights. We're not just talking cameras here. We we we, <laughs> gonna, we gonna get a little little deep, but. You know, kind of, kind of what you were saying, and you know, you are the brand yourself. That, that's why it's my face back there on that wall. You know, it, it yeah. may look a little intimidating and all, but you know, there's Focus. nobody, there's nobody else that that is Hicks New Media, and you know, there is no one else that that's you know, you know, MDH is DIY. I, I keep calling the MDH. I, I hope folks. It's fine. That, I love it. It's <laughs> uh, But. Enjoy that journey too. All right. I mean, every day is Mm -hmm. not going to be easy. Every day is not going to be um, enjoyable all the time, but it's going to be a learning experience. It's going to be something that you can put in your journal and say, you know what? I learned from this experience and I'm able to either teach someone else or know not to do it down the road again so I can be successful and be profitable, whatever the case may be. But you're, you're right. I mean, stepping out and doing your own thing is gotta be the the most rewarding thing i i I, it's all good and gravy to work for someone else and and you know have that whatever you want to call it quote unquote stability but man when when it's your name on it and and you're the one standing in front of the room doing what i call the jazz hands uh, you it it gets it gets no better than that so
1: it it is very i agree it's it's i like to compare it to you know, I really like to, uh, oh, Dr. Elo's here. What's up, dude? How's it going? I, we do have some fun people here. John, we got David Ryan here too. I didn't, I, I just saw his name uh, pop up. But so literally, you know, I always compare it to, you can hire. Okay. So like, let's say you have a, a backsplash mm-hmm. in your kitchen that you want to put up. I mean, any, just about anyone can truly figure out how to install the, a backsplash in their kitchen right? I mean, you can watch YouTube, you can figure it out. You can pretty much figure out how to do just about anything in the world these days. You can literally use Google and YouTube and for free, learn how to do just about anything. And you can hire somebody else to do it and it might get done faster and it might even look a little better. But think about if you figure out how to do it, you go through the process, as James said, enjoy the journey, enjoy You know, you get up on Saturday and you watch a couple YouTube videos, you take a couple notes, you think, okay, here's what I got to do. I got my shopping list. You go to, you know, your home improvement store, you ask some questions, you know, and you might get back and you might start it and you might, whoa, I got in way over my head. And then next thing you know, five weeks later, you finally have a finished product (laughs) after maybe even some mistakes and some redos. But when you're done with your five-week backsplash, think about when you sit there and you Mm -hmm. wash your dishes or you cook your shrimp tacos and you look at that backsplash think about the pride you're going to have every single time you look at it because as you just said your name is on that thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when your friends come over when your family comes over and they're like oh that's that tile is really pretty i love i love what you did there you're gonna be like thanks i did it myself and you're gonna remember <laughs> you, you, the you journey set up, you
0: sit up a little straight when you when you say it you're right like, well you know
1: yeah you're gonna be like <laughs> kind of a badass I did that myself you know and it feels very different now maybe you don't need that maybe there's a different version of the backsplash in your life and in your business whatever it might be right but to go into it and to actually figure something out do it yourself the with the pride that you have like you just said you have your own stamp on it your name is on it the pride you have is amazing and also just that it's like a it's just like you're 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 adding points and you're filling your own bucket of i'm doing stuff i'm figuring stuff out you know if we're not growing we're dying right and that is one way that you grow is you learn new tasks new skills and when you are an entrepreneur you have to be a sponge and that is actually one of the things i think i love the most almost to a fault is i love learning new things and trying new things as you know i mean i think i have two microphones hooked up i have like four cameras I mean, I have things that I just got well, new glad AirPods got today, and I didn't need those. I know today. Glad I had. Glad two, you mics, had right? two
0: microphones. That, that's why we relate, folks. Comes, uh, comes in handy in, sometimes. You know, I'm not going to put it out there, but
1: yeah. But I mean, you you have to enjoy that journey of learning, yeah. because, and you have to enjoy the baby steps. And and one of the things you got to run you you may run into is that you will find yourself, and this goes back to judgment factor and all those things. But like, you will catch yourself comparing yourself to others so for example mm-hmm. some of you watching are like oh look at look at the camera quality that james has and that mel has and look at those cool lights and l- listen to their microphones and yada 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 but like literally all you really need to get started with live video is this right a yeah, thousand
0: dollar in, in your pocket right there that's what exactly for, like right? there's a reason it's a thousand dollars right
1: okay i gotta take a quick phone call now my mom's calling me my mom's supposed to be picking up the kid so let me find out what's going on hold
0: It's all good. Folks, thank you. Yeah, this, this is an amazing session thus far. Um, I hope you're getting some, some value out of this. Uh, look, this is live video. MDH has to take a call for her mom that that's definitely more, more important. So let letting her do that. If you got any questions, um, that you'd like me to, to talk about with her, we are going to start talking in a minute about what, what she calls again, the, um, the what what did I call it what what was the statement here? the judgment factor so we're going to go into that talk a little bit more about that last podcast episode. talk about uh, how she's been affected over the past fifteen months right with the pandemic so uh, bear with us hang out with us this is this is live this is what we do we always are, are prepared for these situations you know i i just think wait. that she was probably ordering tacos to be honest with you. <laughs> um oh oh is she back wait a minute hold hold please She's back
1: <laughs> oh dude i don't order tacos man i'm <laughs> make i make the make tacos the t- okay
0: yeah, that's true. but
1: nobody I, I, makes a taco like me no good. that was actually my child so here's this is kind of funny side note Addie does not have a cell phone okay but she doesn't know it yet, but I am going to get her a cell phone because she started middle school last week, and yeah. this is like the third time she's had to call me from some strange number, and I don't have the number, and so I don't know who it is. And how about you, but I get like probably 10 spam calls a day yeah. from numbers that look like local cell phones. Get them too, yeah. Oh, my God. So anyway, so then my mom called because my mom was picking her up from volleyball tryouts. So then when mom called, I was like, all right, I got to oh, make sure that they found up. each other. Yeah. Well, but you it was-
0: you the one, First day of school. We don't. We can talk about. That. <laughs> hey, did, you, did you get on the bus? <laughs> did you get on did the bus? No, did you get on the bus? <laughs> she was so late. I was
1: like, did she not get on the bus? Like, what is happening? Uh, yeah. Woo. And again, I'm like, if she had, I was telling her dad, I was like if she had a phone, I would be texting her right now. Like, are you on the bus? Like, what's going on? Like, nope, we were just in the dark. So he's like, I'm at his house because she can ride the bus to his house. And I'm like, I am not dealing with that after school traffic. She's taking the bus to your house. I'll pick her from there. So then literally like, he's like, well, let me just call the school. So he calls the school. They call the bus to make sure Addie's on the bus. Yes, she is. And then they're like, she'll. they're about 10 minutes from the neighborhood. I'm like, oh my God. But if she had a cell phone anyway. Yeah, see, and but. when you get
0: the phone, then you can turn on the find my phone, find my kid yeah. kind of thing and you can and you can right? track her every single place that she goes. Yeah, it is. Seriously. What it is.
1: It's coming. It's coming. I already I was at the store today talking to him about the plan and everything. It's coming. But so did the boundaries and yeah, just another thing to her to get grounded from. But another, another anyway. step
0: step in the evolution of, of having yeah. kids. Oh so, my gosh!
1: Yeah, sorry for the interruption, but she was calling to tell me she made the volleyball team, so oh, wow. she's well, pretty pretty excited about it. Congratulations! Yeah.
0: that's good stuff. <laughs> Where were what the hell are we talking about? Uh, you know who, who knows? You know, and and kind of like like David said, this is the fun of live streaming. Let's I tell you what I wanted to to pivot. No, I don't want to use that word with a fucking you. I I wanna I wanna talk about. The last 15 months, right? The whole planet stopped, right? Mm-hmm. And um, right, we are typically in front of people. We are typically engaging with conversations in front of rooms, in front of conferences, and you know, you're doing webinars and seminars and stuff like that, and you're actually with a group of people. Could do that for for a while. Still can't completely do it everywhere right now. How has that affected you uh, from a from a mainly from a professional perspective? And how have you dealt with that? Personally, from a from a mental perspective, right? Because mm-hmm. one of the things that I'm trying to champion this year really is, is mental health with folks, and just making sure that they take care and are aware of themselves. So, how has the last the stoppage of the planet affected affected you over this? past Oh time?
1: my gosh! Well, oh, let me see. <clears throat> I mean, I'll start with when it all started. Definitely, just like everybody else, it was very surreal. I was like, "Is this happening? Is this this is actually like r- real? Like it's not just some thing people are freaking out about." And then like it's nothing. No, it's real. It's happening. And when things started shutting, I mean, I'm a very social person. I'm a social butterfly. I like being around people. I like, you know, I love to cook at home. I, uh, my partner and I, we are amazing cooks. He's really great on the grill. I'm just good with flavors. We love to cook at home, but we also like to be out and be with people. So we eat out a lot for the social piece. So, I mean. Uh, to have like the social aspect of your day-to-day and the things you can do taken from you, essentially. Um, especially, you know, I live in Indiana and the gyms closed and, you know, we like to work out often and, you know, the restaurants were closed and the stores started closing and then everything was just shutting down. In Indiana, in February and in March and in April, it's cold. And you it was like, even trying to just go out for a walk was just like, I mean, I could do it. I could bundle up and do it. But I was kind of bitter, to be honest with you. I was just bitter at first. It took me at least a month to really just like be like, all right, here we are. This is we got it. We got we got to just keep we got to figure it out. And so the first month was pretty rough. Like I was like edgy and just like anxious. Like I had cabin fever really bad, which I honestly get anyway. I do not like the winter. I like literally I love the fall, but there's always that like underlying like winter's coming, you know. Um, and so there was a lot of emotions there. And then when you add that, but then my business, I had a few clients drop, uh, you know, at the time I was still working with like a lot of local clients. I had a couple clients drop. I had a couple pull back. So naturally, financially, I was like, oh boy, we got to get ready for this, Mm -hmm. you know? And so there was all of that, just like everyone, many people were going through, um, you know, my daughter being home from school, uh, not going to school was very difficult on me. I am not, built to be a stay-at-home mother (laughs) and I have never even tried or claimed that I wanted to be I never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom I mean I had Addison in like six and a half weeks I was ready to get back to work I was I was excited I like to work but having her home and seeing what she was going through like you know e-learning she'd be done with it in like 30 minutes I'm like oh my god like can, can we, can we try to give them a little bit more to do? <laughs> like, can you, can you so, look over
0: it one more time and, you know, do, do it, I mean, do it again? <laughs>
1: yeah. Cause all these teachers were thrown, they were thrown at them too. And it was like, they were struggling to create content enough yeah. content. Cause the way they were teaching was totally changed. Yeah. Right. And so everybody was confused. There was this, I didn't like that at all, but there was also something, there's something that is the way I'm wired is if there's crisis if there's a problem mm. turmoil or chaos like i'm like let's go let's figure this out let's yeah. fix it like that's how i'm wired i cannot sit back and i'm just i'm all about that and if i think i have ideas or ways to help like i give a lot of unsolicited advice <laughs> which drives a lot of people crazy <laughs> like i'm a solutions person so i jump in and i'm like let's go let's fix it even if it's not broken right like yeah. And I've, you know, as you get older, you mature and you you hold back a lot, but I was like, all in. I was like, let's figure this out everybody. Let's go. Okay, I was like, small businesses, this this is what these are some things you can do. You you need to figure something else out. Like you're not going to be able to do business as usual, and if you're waiting for this to stop, you are not going to survive. You are going to have to embrace like making a change here or try something different. And I loved watching some of the businesses get super creative. I loved the things that some of these businesses were doing to stay alive, you know. I loved how people who were thinking about creating online courses, all of a sudden they were like forced to create an online right. course. Cause it was the yeah. only way they could make money. Like I loved some of those uh, successes that came out, those success stories in the pandemic. So it energized me, but personally and professionally, the thing that was very difficult was I love to be in a room of people. I love going to conferences. I was last year was going to be my year of attending more events, trying to get speaking engagements. And it, was quickly like that's not going to be in your (laughs) plan um and so i think that is actually why i really was drawn so much to creating live videos because you know i always say that you can create content you can write an amazing blog post like epic blog post put it out there it's still one-way communication because the the feedback and the back and forth is Mm -hmm. so slow it's like snail mail um versus a telephone call and live video it's here now like we know john's watching we got dr elo here right we got david ryan was watching you know we got people here we have a lot of people not commenting why don't you say hi what's by the way you're you just know, lurking it's okay you know, if you're you just say hi we want to know who's here no, hanging out with us i don't us. want
0: you just loitering around here you know, what's, what's right? up with that? You
1: know? L- lurkers not welcome <laughs> whatever no but like i think that what i love about it is you can you get you fast track that process of relationship building and all those things and i for me i was drawn to live video because i was like i was like doug i love you but i need more people in my life right like i need to talk to more people like and it was that way because we were all quarantined we were all weren't able to really get out and do things you couldn't see people we couldn't see our normal people and i just got online and i just was like here we are it's kind of like back in the day you get on aol and you sign into a chat room she flashed and it's back like and said, who's here AOL. today oh my goodness right? So, yeah, seriously, though, Mm -hmm. it was kind of like that, like you were bored and you just you found a chat room to kind of go hang out in. Right. (laughs) There's a lurker. (laughs) Not anymore. You're commenting.
0: What's going on? So
1: (laughs) so I think that that's one of the reasons why live video drew me in. And that's why I just leaned into it. And I think that's why we saw a lot of other people leaning into it, um, getting out there, and because it was it was like, here we are. And now I think that you're almost starting to see people having a hard time getting out of the house
0: that's what i was getting ready to say putting yeah putting
1: real pants on (laughs) so it's like now maybe 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 the new alignment is is getting people to not hide behind live video and actually be ready be okay with doing some of these things in person um you know because even the live video can be really scary for some people it is a bit of you're a little bit hiding behind the camera delivering a message by yourself in your office with your cool lights and your fancy cameras and your fancy microphones is one thing, but to stand on a stage in front of hundreds of people,
0: Mm -hmm. that's different, you know? So,
1: you know, I mean, who knows what we'll see in regards to stuff, but so it was, it was challenging, but I sort of embraced the challenge and it gave me some energy to be honest with you.
0: So I just noticed though, when you mentioned about lights, I'm looking at our backgrounds and Mm -hmm. our, our purples kind of match up.
1: Oh my gosh, you're right.
0: That was not planned, folks. That was yeah, more- like right here, talking about <laughs> like this little like thing yeah, our, right here. Our, our <laughs> purples are, are matching up. So, oh see, my it's gosh, meant to be. That's, Always in that's, sync, man. That's kind of scary. Serendipitous.
1: That's kind of scary. Serendipitous.
0: So. I tell you what, let me let, let me go into another topic here that I that I want to dive into. And folks, if you have questions, look, I, I got MDH here. I know you got your pins and your pads out <laughs> and you're taking notes, but uh, don't don't be bashful about asking questions and, and pull them. Or we're we're moderating you, buddy. So, so, so watch, <laughs> did you put him, you put him on hold? He's on, he's in timeout just for, for like 30 seconds there. Kind of kind of like I do with my mom on Facebook. I, I
1: David I, said I, it looks like you're in the same room. That's See funny. That? And, and it there, does. I don't have like, a it really I have a lava does.
0: lamp, I, I, I need like a lava lamp like you have. It
1: really does kind of look like we're in the same room. That's crazy. Oh my huh. gosh, it's so even, weird. Even How- like
0: the pictures kind of match up with you know my TV and and I your I know. And your-
1: it would be very creepy if I just like went out of frame and like <laughs> ended up over <laughs> Ended up over there.
0: You never know, right? You you Woo. never know. One day we, we will make this Indiana California thing happen, and totally. we, we, we will we will literally do that. We literally speaking do
1: that. of California and events, yeah. I might be, Come might be it. Talk about it. Vidcom. Uh, I just found uh-huh. out I might be going to Vidcom in Anaheim. I yep. think if it happens, though, so that's the thing. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. If it happens, are you speaking at it, or are you just gonna go to it?
1: No, attending. Yeah, ah, attending.
0: Geez. Well, I'm not going then. All right, yeah. <laughs> Because I'm I'm planning to go to NAB right um, in in Vegas, and I think it's in October. And then there's a People of Video that's happening in Albany, hmm. kind of right after that. I'm mm-hmm. I'm being persuaded to go to both of them, but you know, hey, I I, I got to put a kid through college right now, right? I'm, I'm, I'm about to ship the kid to UCLA, so you know that is kind of you know got to weigh some of these things first before I start flying all over the place. But, right, okay, that's getting
1: ready to happen, isn't it?
0: See why are you bringing up bad news, right? We we were having a great you got, conversation. You got the
1: tissues? You got the I, tissues?
0: I, I'm I'm gonna be a wreck. I, and <laughs> folks know my my dad's online, right? He know I'm gonna be a wreck when in two weeks when when this happens. Do not oh. bother me in two weeks. It's not gonna be a good good time. <sighs>
1: Exhale. You'll get through it. I'm, I I'm
0: I'm gonna be calling you, texting you. Up. I'm like no. dude. <laughs> I'll
1: be I don't know. I might be right there with you. I mean, we're only we're not even a full week into middle school yet is where it all begins. And, you,
0: and you've and you already forgotten her at the bus stop. Hmm.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, mom picked her up this time because I had your show and I was like, okay, got to get some. So my mom picked her up and she's going to be swinging through here to get her bathing suit. And then she's going to my mom's to swim, I guess. That's their plan.
0: No worries. All good. Right? All good. Let's talk about the judgment factor because yeah. that's, a, that's a whole different angle there i think and <laughs> and, and we mm-hmm. we've kind of touched on some of the pieces i think of that but you you have coined that and and i think that 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 resonates with what a lot of folks and i kind of talked around it right lead, leading up to the conversation mm-hmm. right about some, some of the other questions that i asked so so talk to us a little bit about what that means to you and how you're helping folks deal with that
1: yeah. I mean, just to cut to the chase, the judgment factor what what it is is you know, so many times we hold back the things that we want to do. We like I talked about finding your why, like really truly sitting down and truly unpacking that and really getting honest with yourself and uncovering what is your why. And you know, obviously many of us are here we need to make money, there's certain things we need to do, but when it, when you dig down and peel back all those layers to discover your why, like your true why, for me, yes, I want to be making money. I want to be building a future that is comfortable for me, for my daughter. I need to, like, I'm she's hopefully going to be going through college, you know. Obviously, that's coming. So obviously, there's monetary aspects to what we do and why we do it, right? But deep down, the core for me, to be honest with you, is I love to help a good underdog. And to be honest with you, I'm all about helping women overcome stigmas and the the shit that's still going on in the world that's unfair to many women, you know, however you feel about that. I'm all about women breaking those glass ceilings and helping them be strong. Like that's my biggest thing is I want women to go be strong and do amazing things. And so while I help with live video and I help plenty of men too, like when I literally sit back and like close my eyes and I think, okay, what would bring me to tears as far as like, an impact I can make. Hmm. And that would be to help women go meet their dreams, to overcome their fears and to get past the barriers, the self-talk that we do to ourselves. That's my why is I want to help women be amazing because I'm tired of women getting, you know, screwed, (laughs) you know, and that, that, that the core, the background, there's always a background to our why there's always a backstory to the why and if you let yourself unpack it if you give yourself the courage to unpack that crap get the tissues get the vodka whatever it takes yeah for me it comes down to being an, a young girl who did not want to play with barbies like uh-uh i didn't want to play with barbies i didn't like the girly things i didn't like purses i didn't like dresses i liked wearing shorts and T-shirts and tennis shoes so that I could run fast when I was playing dodgeball or football or Love baseball it. or whatever I was playing with the boys. Like I didn't want to wear skirts. I didn't want to wear dresses because I wanted to be comfortable. And, you know, as a little girl, I always was like mad. I was like, boys have it so much better. You know, and my mom would be like, well, how, how what do you mean? I'm like, they get to do this and they get to do this and they get to get, do that. And she's like, well, you can do those things too. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not cool. Right, like mm. it wasn't cool for me mm. to like sports out of Barbie dolls. Right. It's the same thing, people. Right. It's a turtle versus a person. <laughs> it's the same thing. You're playing with dolls, yeah. like, but one is a Ninja Turtle and one is a Barbie. It's kind of the same thing. I had a but stretch anyway. arm
0: strong, so you know, you know I'm, again, <laughs> I, I know probably I exactly dated myself. <laughs> I just dated myself with that. I should go back. I know what screen. You're talking <laughs> about. I mean, I
1: had, I had Skeletor and He Man yeah. and those things too, but you know. <laughs> I grew up this very different type of little girl at the time. You know, I was born in 1980. So like in the 80s, it wasn't cool for girls to be good at sports or like sports. Now, the boys liked playing with me. Like they liked inviting me over to play because I was kind of like one of them. Mm -hmm. But then when it came down to like what was cool – it wasn't cool for them to be my friend. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was very hard for me to find my circle. Now I had girlfriends that were, were, were okay. And I have one of my dearest friends, Megan, she's been my friend since like elementary. I have multiple friends actually like kindergarten. They never ever had a problem with that. They were still good friends of mine. I had friends. It wasn't like I was like some lonely girl. It's just, for me, there was the stigma of it wasn't cool to be good at boy things. And I always have this story that pissed. Used to just get. I used to get so ticked when my teachers. It was like the last day of school. You know, you're all. You don't do any schoolwork. You're cleaning up the classroom with your teacher, right? Right. You're helping your teacher get their class ready, packing stuff up. And I swear to God, every year from like first grade to like sixth grade, I need a couple strong boys to carry these boxes because they're heavy. And I'm (laughs) like, don't you know I'm the strongest person (laughs) in this class? Because I was
0: like yeah, you know arm, i and can it, beat anybody here in arm mm, wrestling right you know what's oh it up? <laughs> used to
1: i mean it used to burn my used to check my Ooh, i mean it used to tick me off i was like why does it have to be a boy so anyway that is that origin story of that's behind and underneath like why i'm so passionate to help women like women girls yeah. we can carry the box of freaking books too yeah
0: you know that. and that's
1: yeah. why i love how much how cool it is that like you know the kids, the the girls, that our daughters actually, it's cool for them to wear, you know, to dress in athletic shorts and t-shirts and tennis shoes when they go to school. Like, mm-hmm. it's totally just as fashionable as if they were wearing cute bibs and looking like they were five years older than they are and lipstick and all this stuff. And girls can do both, yes. right? And it's fine. And it's cool for girls to be good at sports. And we celebrate women when they do great things Definitely. in sports. Yes. Like we celebrate it, right? And. I'm very, very much about keeping that going, and with women individually, professionally, athletically, I really don't care. It just—that's my origin story. That's my why, right? And you know how you know when you're starting to hit on your why? Everybody is when you start to get passionate and you raise your voice like I am right now, and you there get you. animated, okay. right? I that's when them, you know you're on to hands. something. Remember,
0: I call them the jazz hands. Before. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's <laughs> that's when you know you're on to something. So, back to that episode I just released when you find yourself in those moments in those conversations and usually they those moments happen when you're when you're frustrated about something mm-hmm. a lot of times you can figure out your why when you ask yourself what frustrates me right what frustrates me where do i get frustrated where do i you know feel you know missed out on or something mm-hmm. a lot of times those things are attached in a way to your why either directly or a couple steps away so there's that. Now, the judgment thing, back to what this judgment thing is, is so many women, especially women, and you know, men as well, but unfortunately, we women, we have more work to do in this mm-hmm. space, is we hold ourselves back because we're afraid of being judged. We think about our why. It's why I talked about this in the beginning. If you want to and figure out your why and you're willing to go to that place, you need to be ready for some hard conversations, but also you wow. need to be ready for facing some fears. And the fears that you're going to face are... What will they think of me you know um what 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 will they what if I try this and it doesn't work what I'll be a failure? People will make fun of me, or people will be like you know what what is she doing now? Why is she doing that and you know a lot of people that run into this there's a bad stigma with women that do multi level marketing, and I don't you know there's just this thing there's even people that will say. I do this. This is what I help. This is how I help coach people, but you know, not really, not MLMs. That's not my thing. And I'm like, why not? MLMs are just, they're entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. There's this, but they get judged, right? So a lot of women have these fears in that space and because they're going to get judged, they going to get made fun of and whatever, because of the stigmas that society creates towards people. We put everyone in a box and that's the thing you are going to get judged. <laughs> That's the the thing. I'm not here to tell you like some, you know, lollipops and rainbows. Like, if you do this, if you do that, the five-step formula to not getting judged. That doesn't exist, people. Not
0: going to happen. Not going to happen. I don't have it. And
1: if I figured it out, I'd be a billionaire, right? I'd be a billionaire. I'd be be selling that course, right? Yeah. I mean, I'd be a billionaire real fast. But here's the deal. It doesn't exist. There is no five-step formula, 10-step formula, shit, 50-step formula to not getting judged because you will get judged. So- the faster you embrace the fact that, yep, you're going to get judged, people will make fun of you. There will be people that will make fun of you behind your back that you think would never make fun of you. And when I say make fun of you, I mean they might make a little comment. They might roll their eyes, right? They might do whatever. It's going to happen no matter what. And that has more to do with them than actually you. So there's that. But you can't prevent it. It will happen. And so you have to embrace it and you have to prepare yourself to deal with it. Right. Mm, And so mm. the, there's that now, then some people say, well, I'm just, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go for it. I can't deal with that. I'm too, too shy, too embarrassed. You know, they just, they can't, well, here's the thing. If you put yourself out there, as I said, you will get judged, but if you don't put yourself out there, you're also going to get judged.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You get judged no matter what. Almost as harshly. Right be honest with you
1: yeah. think about it yeah. you know for example james you and i were kind of teasing we were we were judging the lurkers we were judging the lurkers oh, I'm, I'm they're not to... commenting I, I they're afraid like to comment <laughs> right yeah. no we all everybody is here's the thing you are being judged the minute you walk out your front door yeah. and you're being judged if you don't walk out your front door seriously mm-hmm. Like, you're being judged no matter what. You're being judged if you put content on social media, whether it be sharing pictures of your kids every single day or not sharing anything. Why don't they ever post about their kids? Are they unhappy? Are they going through a divorce? Is something wrong? (laughs) Like, you're being judged no matter what you do, whether you do something or don't do something. You know, so here's the thing. Do it. Take control. Find a way to figure something out. Like, go somewhere. Put yourself out there. Because when you don't put yourself out there, nothing will happen for you. Nothing will happen. Here's the deal. The doors do not open for you. You have to open the doors yourself. You open a door, and guess what? There might be 10 more doors that you got to go find Mm -hmm. through the hallways and find those doors. But you know what? The doors don't come to you. You have to go find the doors. You have to open the doors. And the way you do that is you take action. Stop waiting for the courage. Take action now. Courage will come later. And it will help you open the next door, but you got to open the first door and then you got to open the next door. And then you got to look down that hallway, look down that hallway, make a decision based on the feedback you just got from the other hallways you walk through <laughs> and which hallway you're going to choose. Right. Yeah. And so the judgment factor is basically understanding and accepting we are being judged no matter what, mm-hmm. <laughs> whether you're following your dreams or not following your dreams. So why not give it a shot? Give it a try. And just accept the fact that when you do put yourself out there and you're authentic about it and you're honest, even if you think it's not what other people want, even if you think the, the way you're sharing, you know, the, the the way you're phrasing it isn't what your mom would want or isn't what this person wants or isn't what your friends want from you. If you're honest and you are authentic, guess what happens? There's this filtering process that happens. The people that are attracted to you, who you authentically are and what you're trying to do will come. They will come to you. They will gravitate Mm -hmm. to you. And it's the, it's an authentic conversation. We've all had those conversations where you're like, I don't know why they think that I like this, but I do not like it. And now I'm like 30 minutes into a conversation about stuff that I literally do not care about, but for whatever reason, they think I like it. Well, that's all like, if you are fake or you portray yourself the way you think others will like you for it, guess what? Yeah. They'll like you, but then here you are, next thing you know you're at a luncheon with a bunch of people you don't like Mm -hmm. and you're having to portray yourself that's not true do you know how much energy that takes takes more it's like yeah oh it's like a lie to keep up with one lie you got to tell 10 more lies and when you're not authentic it's the same thing you're not authentic today it takes 10 more days to keep it going so can you imagine being inauthentic like it's a icky feeling we don't like it so if you're doing what you think everybody else wants, you will not find joy, you will not find your why, you will not be connected, you will not be aligned with what you're supposed to do. But when you are authentic, there will be people that will say, I don't like her. Mm-hmm. I don't like her hair. I don't like that she says a couple four letter words every once in a while. I don't like that she's drinking vodka on live TV, live shows, <laughs> like, like live videos. I don't like, I don't like you know her stupid sign in the background. That's fine. I don't like. That's okay. I'm not for everybody. Believe me, I am not for a lot of people. (laughs) I am, I am way too much for a lot of people, and I know that. Right now, when I was younger, that ate at me big time, Mm. and it still eats at me. Of course, nobody likes to be disliked. But what I love is when I connect and I find those people that are like they do like me for Mm. who I am. They do enjoy certain things. They do lift me up. I do help them. I am able to connect with them. Something, some sort of energy that I'm giving off helps them. If I'm holding back, if I'm changing the way I'm supposed to be, I'm living a lie. And yeah. none of us have any time in this life to live a lie, right? We just can't. We, we will never connect with that why truly in order to do it. So the judgment factor says you're going to be judged no matter what, whether you put yourself out there or not. So go for it. Put yourself out there, but do it authentically because you're going to attract the correct people for your world and you'll repel those people that aren't a good fit. And that's exactly what you want to do. You want to be polarizing. You want to bring the right people in and push those wrong people away. When I was a little girl and I talked about my friend Megan, my friend Elena, who didn't disown me. They weren't. A lot of girls were like, I don't know about this girl. She's kind of (laughs) weird. Like she likes to play with Ninja Turtles, not the Barbies. But my friends Megan and Elena, they never cared. Like I was still close friends with them. They still hung with me. And to this day, I could text either one of them right now. They still hang with me to this day in her 40s. So I love it. That's the way it's supposed to be.
0: You know, and it's perfect to have this conversation. So folks that are listening and watching right now, I'm going to catch the replay um, that are part of the content creating community. Loria made a post either last night or this morning. Mm
1: -hmm. I think it was this morning. Mm -hmm.
0: Talking... Some of us knew her story, right? Because, you know, have known her since the days before the name change and just just have known her story. So folks in the content creation community who are following the live stream every day in August saw that her her post this morning about her story of of just stupid people in, in, in her life and how she's. Rising above all, all of that negative connotation, and 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 finding her why, understanding that she's above all of that that negativity, and 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 being a, a, a strength beacon for for everyone, and and you being a champion also, you know, for women and and just progressive movement. So I'm glad we're having this conversation because again, a lot of folks that are watching are coming from your community, and again, they're part of the content creation world as well. So they probably saw her post and and were probably taken aback because maybe they didn't know about it. like, like some of us knew it, but then to hear MDH just, you know, just come over the top with these haymakers. Right. And, and just, you know, focus on yourself, focus on what's important, be who you and forget everybody else, all the naysayers. You're going to have some haters when you start making changes and you start making big moves, you, you expect haters. Look, I, I, I look for the haters. I, I hope I do have more and more coming all the time as well. But that, that's so that's that's what I'm taking out of that. I'm I'm glad to, today is pretty timely that we, we had that she did that, we had this conversation uh together as well. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. And and you know, like Dad said, that's just real talk.
1: I love it. James <laughs> the James Hicks. That's the senior right there. See that James that's senior right there. Hicks. Yeah. Yeah. I literally when I first saw the comments coming in the feed, because you know, you're using um, an app where we, I can see the comments as well. And I was like, Man, like Hicks, I knew you were good at multitasking, but like, how did you just do that? You don't, <laughs>
0: like, you don't see the hands but, moving down here, right? Like, you, know, you're,
1: I, you were all talking with your hands up here and then there were comments, I was like, What? What's going on? Right, so Who yeah. knows
0: who knows? Who knows? All right, let's 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 go into some 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 trivia. Oh my gosh! He, these, are, these are too bad, but I, I do want to <laughs> ask a couple of things, you know, we're, we're technology people. I'm gonna start with that one. What's your, what's your go to piece of technology? And oh my God! I, I, I know you. I know you got one that that you that you live and breathe and and you promote. You can go ahead and make that promotion as well. You know we we can get you some 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 partnership revenue. But uh, but talk. Give me give me another one besides the. the I think what I you what you're about.
1: referring to <laughs> is is Streamyard, right? Yes, huge shout out. So I do love I love apps. I'm a big app person, especially as I mentioned, you know, earlier in the show that. I really 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 started learning and teaching myself how to do marketing stuff, create content, design things. I love apps that support that journey and honestly last year when I started getting more into live video, I've been doing live videos for a long time, but I really got going with it last year heavily and consistently and it was because of StreamYard because it makes it fun. You can do all the cool things. So he's talking about StreamYard there. I am a StreamYard partner. I'm a big 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 advocate of the app there's of course lots of others out there but i personally am a big fan of StreamYard. it's my favorite so go StreamYard. but uh you know another app that i gotta say is just a no-brainer and i know that uh, john pullum mentioned it earlier you know canva is kind of an, a, a needed app for anybody i love that one because it lets a non-designer be a designer and you can create things mm, and make great mm, things and mm-hmm. so so there's that i mean i'm in those apps all the time yeah. but i gotta say you know I love. I, I if you want to know, I would say if I were to look at an a- analytics on what I use the most or a, a tech piece of tech that I use the most, it would be Spotify. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've been using Spotify before, and same with Canva. Early adopter somehow got found out about it really early. Yeah. Spotify. I mean, I was using Spotify when it was, it literally was, you downloaded it on your PC and that was the only way you used it. Like literally, that's the only way you could use it. But um, I do, I'm a big music person. And so I love that. I'm just, I'm very, 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 very into music. And so for me, it's like, I would say it's a jukebox in my hand. I can play anything. And so I love uh, being able to, you know, be on the boat and like, just turn the speakers up louder than they should be being in the Jeep with the top off and just any music from a modern piece of music to Frank Sinatra to a song from Phantom of the Opera to Vivaldi like classical I mean I love love it all I love 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 it it. all and I I think any kind of music can energize you even a classical song to like a headbanging song (laughs) to like an EDM song and I just music for me is so 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 deep for me it really is and so I mean, Spotify is, if you were to say you can only have one app for the rest of your life, I would, it'd have to be a music one. And so it'd be Spotify. So okay. Okay. there's that. Um, gear, let's say gear. Cause we have to say gear, right?
0: Got to talk gear, you
1: know? Yeah. That's what, um, that's
0: what we do. So I got stuff it that is. just showed up about, you know, an hour before we went oh on online. So I... <laughs>
1: I was at Best Buy this morning looking at the widescreen monitors again, and I was this close once again to pulling the trigger, and then I just couldn't do it. I'm like, I just can't can't do it yet. I got to figure it out. Like, I got to – like, I'm even looking at it right now. I'm like, do I even have room for that dang thing? Plus my other – like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We got figured out. But I think that my my favorite piece of technology that I have right now that I still have yet to truly, like – I just haven't had the time to really dig deep in, like – go all in with like all the amazing things you can do with it is my stream deck like the elgato mm-hmm. stream mm-hmm. deck i am so amazing. so 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 like excited about it like i think it can do so many pow- so many powerful things and so i'm really excited for even just the shortcuts like i was telling telling doug you know my significant other i was like i was like babe i was like you know how you have to do all those salesforce entries i was like do you ever have like repeat text he's like no not really i was like are you sure is there like ever stuff that's like always the same every time he's like no, not really. I was like, okay, well if there were, if there were, if you were a data entry person or if there was something you had to do, it was the same stuff all the time, you can actually program a button to copy that text. And he was like, Yeah, it's all one off. Yeah, I was like, not, dang. You it's not gonna happen. You know, it's not gonna I thought happen. I could help him. You know, like I love that's the thing. I love helping people. I like pushing things, solutions onto people, but like there's things that this this piece of hardware is really popular with streamers like live streamers Mm -hmm. but it can do so much more so it really is something that i think even like corporate america should embrace like truly like data entry people support people who you know like when we you go to a chat room like a chat box chat room a chat box for like support to get help from something and you type something in and they're like they say it's like this it's all templated crap they click a button and it puts it in there like that kind of stuff that thing can do that for anybody and so i don't know i think it's powerful. I'm like literally looking at, I'm touching it. I'm uh, you,
0: you've it. thought about this extensively too as well, right? I mean, Not really. <laughs> you... That's the thing. Not
1: really. That's what's so creepy about it is I'm like, I'm like, I'm literally like massaging it and stroking it right now. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Stream Deck, I've neglected you. I, I haven't truly untapped your potential, but I'm so excited to do it. But and, yeah, and, that's and Stream right Deck, that Stream Deck, thing is awesome. you got it,
0: you created all kind of animated icons for it. And, and then you just like let let it, let it.
1: I think I texted no. you a picture. I like yeah. literally created the icons before I had uses for them. And I was like, This is so amazing. Like again, <laughs> going back to the backsplash. That's my kitchen backsplash right there. When I looked down at my stream deck, I got those little animated icons. I'm like, I made those.
0: You sure did. I made
1: those things. Canva. Love.
0: Canva. got look and you know, the fact that you mentioned some Andrew Lloyd Webber hits there, that that's an Ooh, extra yeah. cool. Check mark for, for you right there, just Jesus for, just for, Christ, oh my superstar!
1: No, 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 I can't sing.
0: I'm, I'm gonna get a, a, a now you're gonna get a copyright strike. I was gonna say I'm so good. I'm gonna get a warning from YouTube now. You know this this is high quality content here, and then NBA starts singing Andrew Lloyd Webber, and I'm, I'm so uh. close to, to, to the official monetization. I'm like 500 <laughs> hours, and dude. You now- are like. <laughs> Five hundred hours believe from it.
1: Fast your YouTube your your YouTube like blew up. Like
0: Found my community. You were like Found my I was community. like
1: priding myself that I had more more followers than you. I was like, <laughs> I have more followers than the James Hicks. What is happening? And then it was like
0: Think then, then two weeks later wait a minute what happened well you know yeah. I'm, I'm following your lead and then found found my community and you know, you're now a superstar I'm streaming in 4k i hope it's coming through okay i don't i'm not watching it but I are you
1: streaming in 4k today
0: first Super time fun. in 4k brand brand new brand look brand new design color scheme and everything you i sunset it you- itN live last night when, when i was talking with alec johnson and, and you are the first person with H and M live, Hicks New Media live. So. Do
1: you know how bad I want to turn turn the tables right now and start asking you questions? I'm going to save it for my show.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna,
1: okay. I'm going to we're going to peel back some layers on this rebrand and some other stuff.
0: Gonna have, you, you're going to need, yeah, it's going to take a while. We're going to we're going to need some drinks. Let me ask you. No, let me quickly deviate. Um, hmm? You're a Cubs fan. Uh, there we go. There we go. Let let you exhale. You a
1: really got to go there. Okay.
0: How, how you okay. guys? How you guys doing? fourth place right now right 52 61 record you guys gonna be all right she's not drinking water people that's tito's vodka
1: um here's the thing i am i told i was (laughs) two nights i think it was two nights ago you know i get the all the notifications on my espn app you know game start game end, Mm -hmm. and so i always know and i was like i was like cubs lost cubs lost you know whatever and doug goes or no maybe it was game star i remember he just goes he goes he's like who cares (laughs) and i said i feel you i was like but i don't want to be a fairweather fan like the other 80 Mm percent of cubs mm -hmm. fans um used to be one used to be i mean used to i don't know i used to be in it but not really into it but It's, 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 I'm choosing to trust the process right now, to be honest with you. I am choosing to, I think we kind of knew this was coming. I think if anyone really is a Cubs fan and you've been paying attention and you've been like truly like reading the articles and reading the quotes, you knew this was coming. We were going to be going through a big shift. And so right now I'm just like, I don't like to just have one team. I always like to have a reason to watch the world series and whatnot. And so for me, I'm kind of like, and i like to root for I, i'm a reds fan too a reds fan too my daughter's a huge reds fan because her okay. dad is okay and so it's like you know i just sort of like i'm just like how am i gonna ride the wave of the rest of the baseball season that's kind of where i'm at right now but i'm also thinking about this is something i've never done before we have a a triple a AAA team in indiana indianapolis indians now they feed into the pirates okay okay but I've grown up, we went to Indians games all the time. I'm like, maybe I should start getting into like this whole like feeder system so that, I don't know, I just get a little bit like into a different perspective. So the Iowa Cubs, maybe that's who I need to be paying attention to is this AAA Iowa team and like really starting to try to think about the future of the Cubs because the Cubs right now is just (laughs) an excuse to have a baseball game on and a few extra cocktails. Pretty much. You know? i mean I, I it's just one of those things i lived in chicago don't know if you knew that um i lived in chicago for a couple of years and that is actually i grew up kind of a cubs fan but i grew up a reds fan uh big eric davis fan uh, when i was little but um but I, I was kind of just everybody whoever whoever's card was cool that i could get in my little <laughs> pack of baseball cards next to the terrible gum that lasted three seconds and then oh, it was that disgusting
0: was good. that was so good now we think for three it, seconds. Yeah. now we think back and, you know, it's just crazy, but you know, at the point you also
1: think real... about it and it's kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why I should
0: go much gum right now. Because I know. Right. <laughs> but... I
1: know. Um, so I think that like, for me, it was when I, so again, it all goes back to again, like everything, like being connected to things. So like when I lived in Chicago, I literally lived two blocks from Wrigley field. Wow. So if you were to go, if you were wow. to hit a home run, out the left field line and that ball would roll (laughs) It would probably roll not far (laughs) from you know where i lived so hey babe come say hi super fast hello good congrats on making the team
0: congrats on the volleyball
1: (laughs) he said congrats on the volleyball good job baby you gonna go swimming yeah i have to get my stuff okay oh you got some i did she sees my airpods (laughs) they're gone now take them <laughs>
0: take, take the airpods
1: <laughs> no james no all right baby you said they were too expensive
0: well they were for oh you. I, see i love kids there you go there you go <laughs>
1: okay so oh hey david ryan said congrats you don't know david ryan but he knows you that's, that's the beauty of being a kid these days in the online space that's right okay so i i became connected because i remember i moved in In February, it was February 26th. I moved into my apartment by myself in Chicago, knew like three people in the city. And it was the first time I was like, holy crap, I'm on my own. Totally don't know anybody here. And I would get up and I'd go for walks. And like, even if it was freezing cold, I just go for walks. I had nothing to do. I didn't have cable because I couldn't afford it. Cause I had this apartment I was paying for and um, I just go for walks and I loved walking by the stadium. But what was really cool about that time of year and getting closer is I remember like into March and then like the first week it was like, they were working on the stadium at the time. And so they were finishing it up. So they were cleaning up things that they were working on doing construction. Mm -hmm. And then I remember, this was, I told my mom one day, I called her, I said, I've never been so excited about trash cans. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, they brought trash cans. There's trash cans outside Wrigley Field right now. And I was, she was like, okay. And I was like, because mom, it's like next week is like opening day. The trash cans are because there's going to be spectators and people. I'm like, they're bringing the, it means we're getting close. So the trash cans came. And then I remember, I, I remember actually like two days before opening day, uh, all the beer trucks and the food trucks were there. Like <laughs> you it know was it's like, it's coming. Supplies were coming, <laughs> right? And it was getting warmer. It was still cold in Chicago. And I will never forget, like the morning of opening day, I was going to work, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this like this the neighborhood's coming to life, right?" And the Cubs were terrible then; they were terrible then. But it was just that I, that feeling of all that, and so I felt so connected to it. And I just yeah. ever since then, I was like, I just am more of a Cubs fan because I just felt so much more connected to it, you know. And I went to plenty of games, and you know, when I lived there, and and I remember going on runs after work. I'd be going on a jog after work, and it'd be dark. And I remember running by to love seeing the lights on, and like you could hear the you could hear the sounds from the game. And I'd like I'd turn off my music whenever time I ran by the stadium. So, you know, I think that right now what the Cubs are going through are a little bit challenging. Is it's a little <laughs> bit challenging, but I have faith, and I'm just gonna trust the process.
0: Years. One of these years, you know, I'm just so gonna trust the process. I, I was gonna go into. You know your your thoughts on the on the dh rule and everything but you know what i i don't want to i don't want to pick at a scab because <laughs> that, that that could be I'm, I'm not even going to that i'm i'm a, i'm a, I appreciate that i'm i might ask one we last
1: have, we have more exciting things i'm sure to cover
0: we, we do but but you know i want i want to be cognizant of, of your time there that's a big word i normally don't use that word but it's a big word you've used um,
1: it like twice <laughs>
0: it's a special day it's a special day <laughs>
1: special day
0: your 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 fishing ventures your yes. let, let's talk about this we had this conversation but but now that my dad's on the uh talk to me about which pole you use yeah. i i, I okay. brought up the ugly stick and you you gave me a little side eye but so so talk to me mm-hmm. about what you use when you're out there angling
1: okay yeah. so um i use the i'm a i'm a lose girl i i literally feel like i need to like Run right there, go grab a couple poles just to show you guys. But I'm a lose girl. I have a lot of lose poles, but that's not necessarily like as I said earlier. I kind of got into fishing accidentally, and I just my first pole that I went by myself was a lose was a lose pole. And the reel, I like the reel, and so I just kind of always get those. But I remember, so I got a, my bag is ugly stick. So my 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 tackle box that's a bag really. Uh, they're not hard boxes anymore. You can buy hard boxes, but you don't have to. It's an ugly stick. I love it. It's got the perfect pocket configuration. I'm truly a true chick when it comes to that. Like I love pockets and configurations and things like that. But I, so, so what James is referring to is when he found out I liked to fish, he was asking me, he's like, I think you. I forget what you said. So you're like Shimano versus something. I'm like, what the? I was, I was breaking them all about? down,
0: right? You know, I, just I was came like, out what are you Bluetooth. talking about? I just came. Out I have no. Blue. Fr-
1: <laughs> I literally was like, what are you talking about? Like they were, they were brands I did not know. Um, Just, I just, I'm not. I don't know. I'm like, I'm an accidental angler. I'm getting into it. I, so I will tell you that there's a YouTuber out there, Bama Bass. Bama They're, Bass. They live in Bama Bass. They're okay. in Alabama that is literally like how i i would literally lay in bed like it's i'm doug's upstairs i'm sure he's cracking up right now he's probably listening to this he was like what if he's like what (laughs) he kind of he took me fishing like he's the reason i kind of went i was like i kind of want to go fishing let's find something dude this was like four years ago and so you know he's like okay we'll go He, he grew up fishing a ton like ton and ton and ton of fishing like river fishing and like all kinds of stuff so you know he's like yeah we'll go and so we went fishing like once or twice And then it was that third time I went by myself. I went fishing and then he came and met me and he was like on his way back from the airport or something from a work trip. So he like was stopped into this pond where I was fishing on the way into town. And it's when I caught that five pound freaking bass that he literally had to like (laughs) pick up for me. Cause I'm like, he's like, Oh my God. So anyway, he kind of is, is kind of what got me into it. And so then I, next thing, you know, fast forward, like two weeks later, I'm like laying in bed every night watching YouTube videos. Like, okay. How to, you know, how to this, how do that. And so I discovered this Bama Bass channel on YouTube. Freaking love it. Like they are so good. They, I love their stuff, but they are like in Alabama. So they're catching like eight pounders and seven pounders and like yeah. these big bass. But anyway, their hands. practically, <laughs> no, no, they use 10 inch worms. That's what I know. So oh. of course I go buy 10 inch worms Well, okay. I'm in Indiana and I'm fishing like shallow ponds. So I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but anyway, so my poll, I, I, most of my polls are lose polls. Now, there's a new up and coming poll, and I literally can't think of the name of it right now because it's, it's fairly new. It might come to me, but I just bought my second one of theirs. They specialize in shorter polls, like they're okay. small, they're low profile polls, but the reels on these things are like amazing. Oh, it's killing me. you guys are all going to kill me. Like, okay, great way to give me a cliffhanger. But here's what's funny I got to tell you this story. So my uncle Lee growing up, my dad loved to fish and I literally, it drove me crazy. Cause like anytime my uncle Lee came over, they would literally turn these, they would put these VHS tapes in and watch these fishing videos. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And then fast forward like 35 years, here I am like watching Bama bass videos in my bed, like, you know, (laughs) like going to bed, watching YouTube videos. So it's like funny how it kind of came around. But anyway, my uncle Lee used to do muskie fishing and he was huge, 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 huge. He was a huge fisher, uh, angler. Well, he actually passed away from COVID last year. Mm. And so my dad was like, Hey, I got all the, you know, we have all this crap. Like, do you want some of his poles? I was like, Yeah, I mean, you can give me some of his poles. So it was so funny. After you sent me that text and you're like, Shimano or whatever, sure enough, I now own some <laughs> old school like old school love shimano's i even say it is that how you say it I so it. yeah i've got some old school shimano's out in the garage that i need to just kind of clean up a little bit but they're great one of them what i love about it is it's actually a shorter pole but it's really rigid so if anybody wants to know a little bit about angling okay which i like to call angling because you know fishermen people say fishermen and fisherwoman just sounds weird so angler mm-hmm. we're all anglers and i just think angler sounds kind of fancy but um so if you're certain types of fishing you need to be able to set the hook like meaning like what we all see when we all think of fishing we all think of oh you get the fish on and then new well, no let, not necessarily on, let, let's, let's
0: get a full angle of that we, i mean yeah we, I, I mean MBAs. you're like
1: fishing and like oh the fish is on like you that's what the movies show us that's what cartoons show us that's what we learn as kids right like the bobber goes down and you got to pull that thing no 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 no. like nine times out of ten you're going to pull the dang lure out of the fish's mouth you are not going to catch a fish so it depends on the bait and it depends on the way you're fishing but there there is a there are plenty of types of lures and things that you use where you really do need to set the hook well you can't set the hook if your your pole is all flimsy so those rigid poles they also give you feel, so you can actually feel what's happening. It, it's all about feel, and I still am learning all that stuff. But uh, I am tall boy says, "Didn't you didn't catch it with your yeah, bare hands? Yeah no. yeah,
0: no." He asked me, "You know, do I fish? Yeah, yes, I fish. I've been I've been fishing since you know before you were you were born too, tall boy." But did not. <laughs>
1: it's funny, yeah, I love it. Here's the thing: as I mentioned, so what I think is so cool about fishing is that first of all. Anyone can do it. Like, you, anybody can do it. You can learn how to do it. And there, you will never be an expert.
0: Like, there's so much to
1: learn. God, I keep hitting my mic. There's so much to learn. And I like things where you can never hit, like, it's like puzzles. I like puzzles, but you're done with the puzzle. And it's like, all right, I'm done with the puzzle. Next, put it away. (laughs) And then, like, do you do that same puzzle again? Not usually. You can, but not usually. Right. That's why there's like puzzle clubs where they trade puzzles. But, I like things that are always, you, you can always try something new, whether it be new equipment or mm-hmm. learn a new skill, uh, get, I like things where you are always, there's, you can always be improving and fishing is like never ending. I mean, you can do river fishing, you can do pond fishing and do lake fishing. You can do bass fishing, bobber fishing. There's so many variables mm-hmm. to it and that's actually can be overwhelming. Right. Which is, so therefore it, it challenges you. And so I do think that there's actually some weird therapy there with it. Like to like learn how to do it, have the patience to do it, but also it's peaceful. You're out in nature. You don't have to like be running or do anything super crazy, but like you can just be out there and it's peaceful, but also like competitive. Right. So it's like, you can win at fishing. I mean, So I, I, I think it's kind of a beautiful blend of a lot of things. And that's why I think I became such a huge, like fast fan of fishing plus good. i caught the huge bass like third time in
0: you said that like four times already but i know, you know just, just making make, sure weird, that it resonates it's all good i'm
1: telling you i have weird beginner's luck and it kind of screws me because then it's like my my standard is up here <laughs> i don't i mean the same it's the same with deer hunting i don't know if you've ever seen the picture of the buck that i shot the very first time i, I hunted with a gun
0: the first time oh my gosh
1: like it's there,
0: there are there are there are old dudes out there who are you know that I talk oh, to in, in my extended family who it's like, it's anything. like the buck of
1: a lifetime. It's the buck. Of, it was a 13 point, wow, it was 200, what was it, 210, 209 field dressed monster. And it's still at the taxidermist. Like the head is gonna be. I, if you would have told me four years ago that I would mount a buck head in my place, I would have told you one, no, I am not going hunting. <laughs> Ew, two, I would have been like, <laughs> I am not killing a deer. Three, I'd be like, ew, that is not my decor style. Dude, there's a buckhead that's going to be mounted above my fireplace right behind your Christmas. head.
0: Oh, I would say put it right behind your head mm-hmm. right right there. It won't right- fit.
1: It won't fit. That's crazy. Nope, it won't fit. That that thing, that nose would be like right here right now. <laughs> the thing is huge. I'll have to text you a picture. You, yes. don't, you don't even know. Yes. You're not even prepared. First time ever. I'm not I, The last time I had shot a gun, I was 13 years old, yeah. like shooting a target. I go out there with Doug. I had been out there with him with him a few times in the tree stand and stuff. And so I kind of knew the process. I enjoyed it. I was like, this is beautiful. Like you yeah. get up, you go out in the dark, you have to be quiet. And it's just like, it was really, again, another like connection. And then, you know, I was just like, this is so cool. So this time we go, I'm like, I think I want to, I think I want to hold the gun today and try. So first time out with the gun. That's crazy. Beginner's That's luck, crazy. fortune, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Freaking just like the five pound bass, man. I shot like a buck of a lifetime. I'll probably never even see one that big in my whole life. Uh, I know
0: yet. when I, if I ever played a lotto, I'm just calling you and just asking you for the that's, first five. I numbers. think that's
1: How, like maybe I, a thing, but I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like it's crazy, but anyway. Yeah.
0: So there there was reason that I asked those questions folks. And, and they're probably wondering what the hell are we talking about? But <laughs> I, I, I wanted folks to understand that there's things that you do for you. Right. Because yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, It's stressful. It's trying doing what we do, running businesses, running agencies, running, uh, you know, communities and things like that. But you find that work life balance, right? You're I'm I'm probably holding you from getting down on the boat right now. No, there's no boat. There's no there's there's probably some Tito's that that's on on ice right now somewhere um, or in the cup as well. Um, or it's a golf course that's calling your name. We see there were so many things that we didn't yeah. go into. That, I know
1: that, that we because I'm to. too verbose. I talk too damn much.
0: <laughs> so that, I'm just
1: holding out for 2.0.
0: That, there we go. 2.0, no, 2.0 plus. You know, we're we're gonna find a way to extend this and keep and keep it going for sure. Uh, because there, there's. On the on the business side, then I I just think the way that we we mesh, right? I mean, you probably yeah. are the right side of my my left brain, right? And and it and it just it just works out pretty pretty good. So, um, tell the folks what you got going on on next. Now, what what's coming up? Oh my Short, gosh! Mid long term, I, I I know the list is long. So, but but tell the folks all the greatness that you got going on
1: yeah you know it's actually kind of a crazy a crazy fall i don't necessarily recommend this as an entrepreneur but i i have a lot going on i here's where here's what i'm focused on right now so my main thing right now is i want to continue to create content and so i'm trying to get better at habits and systems so that as james said earlier he gives giving me a little bit of a hard time about it which is totally fine i hope he always does is the podcast i want to keep the podcast going i will tell you it's interesting because I create content. I'm live every week. So I am live every single week, uh, Tuesdays, typically at 2 PM Eastern time. Uh, and we geek out on live video and marketing and all the stuff we kind of talked about today. And you know, that's my main thing, but the podcast, I will tell you when it comes to people telling me that I made an impact or something that they heard, like James, you were saying like, Oh my God, that podcast episode, very rarely does somebody say to me hey your video you know that's that that was great it's the podcast so i really my biggest thing right now is getting realigned with weekly podcast episodes and so i'm going to be focused on creating more audio content for you guys uh, for sure but if you did enjoy kind of like the style as i said if i'm not your style that's totally fine But I do think that if you want to kind of come hang out some more, then James had it up a second ago. I do have a Facebook group, and in that Facebook group, I see that our Laura Williams is here. She's one of our DIYers in that Facebook group. And what we do is it's just people who are doing everything I just described. If you're wanting to put yourself out there, figure out how to make these connections online, how to learn how to use the online space to network, and you know, like here's somebody saying, "What's the what's the QR code that you're using?" People (laughs) ask questions in there, and we help each other. And so it's called. DIY marketing with Melanie. And so if you feel like you are a DIYer when it comes to marketing yourself and putting yourself out there, then you are in good company because we are all DIYers. And it's a lot of uh, great people in there, very supportive community. And um, you can ask questions, you can hang out with James in there, you can do whatever you want to do John Pullen is in there. There's a lot of us in there. And um, that's really where I like to kind of that's where I always say, if you want to hang out with me, do that jump in there. Um, But the podcast is definitely going to be something that I am, I think I might be kind of like what you, James, what you're doing. You know, you're realigning a little bit right now too, I think. You're mm-hmm. kind of, you called it a rebrand, which, dear God, thank, way to scare people off. <laughs> you're just realigning, my friend. You're just realigning. Yeah, colors you might, cha- change, colors
0: some, change, you you might know, change some Changed, but, uh, you know. You might
1: change some colors. You might have your fancy video TV in the background. You see your, that there? That's right. focus picture. Hold Literally, on, you see. guys, when he's giving me the picture for my it? show, He sends it to me and the name of the file is focused. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am never going to let you live this down, But because you are. But anyway, so I'm kind of thinking there's a little bit of a realignment factor going on with the podcast too. I'm going to get a little bit more real. So it's going to be a little bit less technical or how-to. It's going to be a little bit more of some of the stuff I shared with you guys today uh, in my conversation here with James. And so more of that core stuff, that why stuff, because I do think that, when you are able to talk about your why and those things that drive you, mm. again, deeper, deeper, deeper connections. Because I think so often when you find ways to help others, a lot of times they are they are thinking about the same things that you're thinking about, but you have the courage to talk about it and they need somebody to talk about it. And so I'm going to be doing a little bit more of that on the show. And so that's going to be changing. but. I'm getting ready to open doors to my live video bootcamp here pretty soon, Uh, actually, here in about a week and a half, two weeks. So the doors are going to open up to my live video bootcamp where you will learn how to use live video for yourself, for your business, whatever you want to do, but you will be a part of a group. So it's a group coaching component. It's kind of like a little mastermind uh, where we go through these things together. And I, I, I love it. It's so fun. I love the transformations that happen in there. I love getting the messages when somebody says, I went, I just went live for the first time or, okay, I've got a plan now. I've got a strategy. I'm really excited. And they, then they reach out to me and they say, I finally got to this milestone because I was able to implement these things. And those, those are such fun moments for me. And so I get really excited about the program because it's one of the ways that I'm able to just try to, you know, make my impact on the world, if you will, uh, for people to help them kind of do what they're trying to do. Uh, but I'm actually, uh, I'll, I'll leak it now. So, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, my, um, my weekly show is at one. And so tomorrow we're actually going to be talking about pre-recorded live streaming, like live streaming pre-recorded videos. And I'm going to be giving you my two cents on it. But the reason it's at one o'clock is because at two 30, I'm going to be doing a podcast interview with my amazing mentor and friend, Amy Porterfield. And so we're going to be wow. talking about how you can add online courses to your existing business, just like I did. So we're going to be talking about that. And she's, and she's the person I have learned from. She's the person who I look up to when it comes to, the, the business that I'm trying to build, which is a blend of coaching as well as courses. And, and I just, I can't wait to have a conversation with her tomorrow. And that will come out, uh, in early September of that podcast episode. But I think that when, you know, when you can have those types of things happen, like if you can just 90% of being an entrepreneur is mm. grit, it is grit, it is grueling, it is hard work, it is lonely, it is difficult. Yeah. But the 10% of the moments of like, this happened, or I talked to this person, or I got this person to accept an interview, or I, I helped that person achieve that goal. That woman just told me she quit her job and she did this, or she told her boss, to whatever, I can carry the box of books, screw you, whatever. Those moments, that's, that 10% bucket will fill you up To like the biggest massive value. And so, you know, I, I, I will say that the reason I'm able to have this interview with Amy tomorrow is because of the things I've done in my business and in my way of interacting online and the connections I've made. And I keep saying like, just, just. Keep putting yourself out there and keep connecting with people online because you never know how one connection will create another connection. Create, again, I talked about it as doors, right? Doors opening doors, opening doors, opening doors. And that's actually how your relationships online and the net, way you network online can happen too. So, you know, we got obviously John Pullum. I think he said he was taking the dog out for a poop earlier. So he's maybe not <laughs> listening to us in the moment, but. You know, John Pullum is a great example. You know, yeah, he's yeah. such an amazing person. And to be able to have him and to call him a friend, to call you a friend, it just, I just think that, you know, when you, the world is changing. And so mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, you got to put yourselves out there because you never know. One day you might be getting to interview your mentor for your own podcast. And there then who knows? Maybe one day you'll be on their podcast too. But, you know, just keep going. Just don't stop. It things will happen. It may take years. It may take a bunch of failed starts, but you can't ever give up.
0: Folks, look, it, it, it gets no clearer than that, right? So I, I hope that everyone listening and watching again took some notes, rewind this, replay it, do do all the things, right? Because. MDH was in the building and she, she <laughs> and she was like, we, 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 went through, we went left and right. We talked about fishing. We talked about vodka. We talked volleyball. Would you
1: expect anything less? And
0: you know, and then who, who knows, but that that's what it's all about because when we, when we get together, we just seem to gel and, and it's, it's just the coolest thing going. So we got
1: to keep doing this.
0: Yeah, we, we, we will. I uh I'm first I'm I'm excited. Congratulations on, on the Amy uh, on on that interview. Yeah, that, thank that's, you. That's huge. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I don't I'm like pretty having to it. wait a whole month to, to hear it, but that's I fine. know.
1: Well, yeah. I gotta be strategic on the timing on that one.
0: Right. Oh, oh right. anybody
1: anybody thinking about uh building an online course business, just kinda stay tuned. Hang out with me for a little bit. I got a I little know. bonus for
0: you. I know somebody. There we go. She's right, right here, M D H. Be good to yourself. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for Thank you. coming and hanging out with us. I so Hopefully folks got some value out of this. I know they did, right? Um, we will continue to do this. There, there's, there's, there's some kind of weird series. I don't know what we'll call it. Um,
1: I know, right? Uh, but it's, <laughs> we it's, gotta kinda, figure something it's out. crazy
0: how the purples are starting to line up, and I see it in the background. And, I know. and there's, there's, I, that's, that's just too coincidental, to be honest with you. Um,
1: it's really kind of funny because, like, you've brought it up. And scoot, Scooch, I think it would be your, on, your right. Go this yeah. Way. Oh, I thought you had a table right there. So the tables almost lined up. Okay, wait, yeah. wait, wait, James. Again, turning the tables on you. Yeah. Remind me again that ticker that you have back there.
0: Lametric Yeah, uh, it's a, I want that thing. I got to get one of those. things. All of the social media feeds, I can program into that. I can put uh, a, a banner as well to talk. I've got stock quotes that pop up on it. So uh, yeah, it, it's really, really cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll send that, you. I'll send you link for it.
1: Send me a link to that because I, I seriously, I love. I remember you. Pointed that out. I forget when I first saw that thing, and I loved it. I was like, "That thing is so cool. I want to get and
0: one." And it's got your favorite app. It's Got Spotify on it too.
1: Yes. See, <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Mel. There you go, James. This was awesome. I really do appreciate uh, you let me come on and be a little bit all over the place, and you know, a little bit me, a little bit, a little bit squirrely, but at the same time, hopefully, maybe one person walks away and heard something that they needed to hear, and that's that's my goal. So
0: you know, that's it. You're you're scrappy, and but you know what? That's what we <laughs> Doesn't do. That to be great. That's that's next episode. Y'all be good. Appreciate you, Mel. I'll talk to you later. We out.
1: All right, see ya.